It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Let's welcome tonight's guest to this roaring audience. <laughs> yes, his leather jacket says 80s cool, but his haircut says 70s bass player. Reason editor at large, Nick Gillespie. Yeah, so cool. He sees more royalties than a party on Epstein's Island. TV writer and producer, Rob Long. Audiences hang on his every word. Yes, they commit suicide to avoid listening to him. Writer and comedian Joe DeVito. <laughs> and she's like the Times Square sidewalk on New Year's Day. Cold, hard, and cake with vomit. Fox News contributor Cat Tim. So this is day two, Rob, in the no-audience Gutfeld show. Right. Yeah, how do you feel? Everything okay? Uh, I think it's it's good for me. I'm not sure about you. Why? You think I'm falling apart? Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think even when the audience isn't here, you still need to try. Yes. <laughs> so you've noticed I've given up. Uh, yeah, those are your words. I've just noticed that um, you're very comfortable. Yes. Yeah, I've, yeah, if I don't have eyeballs on me, I don't care. Yeah, you don't care. It's like, I don't even, like, when I have the curtains drawn, you are, should see what I do. Are you even there? Yeah, I don't know. No. Who when am you, I? Yeah. I saw you in the green room, and the first thing I said to you was what? I said, you dropped some weight. Yeah. yeah. How much have you lost? I don't really know. I mean, like, I lost some and I gained here's the Here's the truth. I lost some mm-hmm. during the initial COVID thing mm-hmm. just because I was eating at home. Yes. And then I gained some back when we COVID was over. Remember when it was yeah. over recently? Right. Yeah. And then, and, then I, and then I got COVID in December 2020. Mm-hmm. OG COVID, not the diet COVID everybody's so proud of. Yes. The real COVID. <laughs> right. You not were... the COVID light or whatever. Yeah, Omicron. Uh, and then now I'm, and then I'm back to, like, uh, you know, eating at home and eating normally, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, that's a great story. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I learned nothing from that, other than that you were like a victim in a turtleneck. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yes. You got it. <laughs> Nick, you're svelte. You're, uh, do you have any kind of, like, I don't believe in goals. I've, uh, it's an old Scott Adams line. You have to have a system. Yeah. in order to stay thin. I bet you have a system because you have never changed. Your hair, your jacket, <laughs> your long, sleek body, toned, <laughs> muscular. My feelings towards you. Yes. Which I keep hidden. Yeah, no, uh, not, not, not I, anymore. You know, I think amphetamines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are pretty much, uh, you know, that comes, they, every jacket I have, I just reach in the pockets. And those <laughs> do, you think, do you think, I mean, this is a, an area where you can shame the media because if they had actually reported the heightened risk of obesity, it might be a good thing, but they don't want to do it. No, and n- neither did the government. And, yeah. uh, you know, that is one of the things that's frustrating to me about all of the COVID stuff is it's taking whatever trust and confidence was left in any of mm-hmm. these things down to zero. And that's a bad country to live in when you can't trust the media, when you can't trust the government. I think it's good not to trust anybody. Not even you. You know, that's why you're in a room alone without an audience. <laughs> that's true. Okay? We're that's not true. even here, Greg. We're <laughs> just in your head. <laughs> if only that were true. Joe, I, uh, I marvel at the abundance of food in America. And uh, the best measurement is, uh, like, when we were kids, because you and I are roughly the same age, early sure, 40s. Close enough. Um, <laughs> when we used to go to a gas station, there was just yeah. a, a yeah. row of, like, Snicker bars and some mints. Yes, and covered now, with dust. Yeah, covered yeah. with dust. Now, like a convenience store, 
writ large. It's massive. It's yeah. massive. It's like it's not our fault. We are fighting a war against our own abundance. We've been too successful. And I think the problem was when we stopped talking about health and started talking about wellness. Yes. Because wellness is, you ask, well, is it healthy? And well, <laughs> it pretty much tells people keep doing whatever it is you like to do, which is not really what the, the foundation of health. Mm -hmm. Health, you know, the human body's designed to use food for fuel and to move around and do stuff like that. And, and they really took that away from us. They, they kept McDonald's open, but they closed the gyms. They chased you out of the park. Right. Because they want us to be fat, sick, uh, unhealthy tired, all these things, because when you surrender control of your body, mm. that means the people who are in charge get a little bit more control of what they can tell you to do and how you can feel. And that is not good. Mm. It's like the, the final scene of the time machine, right? Where they're just all blobs right. being chased out of a park like me. <laughs> that but brought for, back memories. But for different reasons. Though. Yes. Yeah. You were chased out of the park right. by, yes. by villagers. It's very, it's, it's, and it's hard to run away when you're wearing a leash. <laughs> Connected to, well, anyway. Cat. You're a libertarian. Yes. This is uh, like this should speak to you because these are like a libertarian. You 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 want you, you want to be able to control the variables in your life without the government intervening. It isn't proper health and nutrition the right way to go. I'm all about proper health and nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even eat, do no, you? Sometimes. Yes. Yeah, I do sometimes. I mean, but also like when I had my second COVID. Yes. I was only sick for 12 hours, and that's probably because I have the body of a nine-year-old. <laughs> so it didn't affect me that much. But it's not like, there's this idea that it's fat shaming to point out reality, but it's not. Shaming is saying like, you're a piece of as a human being. Right. Like no, when people talk about age shaming, right. nobody means if you say, why, oh, why are this, you looking at me? this 90 year old, <laughs> this 90 year old is maybe closer to death than this 12 year old. That's not shaming. And it's the same thing with this. Mm. You know, the other thing though about all of this is that when we're talking about kids, especially, it's something like 600 kids in America under the age of 18 or 19 died of COVID. Right, right. And somehow they are the ones paying all of the costs, including now being called fatties. Yeah. You know, it's like it, th this is another thing that's hollowed out any trust or confidence that why have we forced kids to pay for a disease, you know, pay the biggest cost for a disease that harms them the least? Well, even, even the fat ones. I, we have to move on, but we, I'd say that maybe this is payback for the greatest generation <laughs> fighting the Nazis so those kids can be born. Okay. What are you really mad at? I don't know. Who I are you really mad at? I just felt like yelling. Are you mad <laughs> at what Tom Hanks? What? what you need? What? Donut. Yes, I do. I love sugar. All right. <laughs> Up next, wokesters make Patton Oswald bend and sell out a longtime friend. Stay right there. We'll be right back after this. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The minor actor from The King of Queens becomes a groveler in mom jeans. <laughs> yeah, he's the friend from hell for selling out Chappelle. <laughs> Comedian Patton Oswalt has apologized for being friends with Dave Chappelle after performing with his longtime pal on New Year's Eve. Yeah, it looks like when the balls dropped, Patton's disappeared. <laughs> Look at him. What happened, Oswalt? He looks like Joe DeVito's grandmother. I don't even know what she looks like. She's probably hotter than that, though. Sorry, Joe. I didn't mean to... 
objectify your probably dead grandmother. <laughs> oh, anyway, apparently they were doing shows. They were doing shows next door to each other. I mean, she might be alive, but we don't know. They were doing shows Friday night in Seattle when Oswald got a call to join uh, Dave's show. And Oswald wrote, uh, why not? I wave goodbye to this hell year with a genius I started comedy with 34 years ago. I ended the, the year with a real friend and a deep laugh. Can't ask for much more. Well, it turns out Oswald could ask for much more, namely approval from strangers online who saw the photo with Chappelle and didn't approve. So Oswald put up another post, which reads in part, I'm an LGBTQ ally. I'm a loyal friend. There's friction in those traits that I need to reconcile myself and not let cause feels a because cause feels of betrayal in anyone else, whatever. And I'm sorry, truly sorry, that I didn't consider the hurt this would cause or the depth of that hurt. Hmm. So an old friend did Oswald a favor by letting him come join his show. Then Oswald groveled before strangers while throwing Chappelle under the bus, all to scrape up some relevance on Instagram. A comic hasn't used another like that since Tom Arnold married Roseanne. <laughs> That's what friends are for, right? <laughs> Wrong. You'd have to be a real clown to do that. Right, Professor Sniffles? Unfortunately, this kind of treachery is common in the entertainment business. Sure, there's a comic I helped get his start back when he didn't know a whoopee cushion from Whoopi Goldberg. I said, kid, you want to spend your whole career performing for five people in the back of a pizza place? Or would you rather perform for 10 people in front, like me? <laughs> Did I get any thanks? No. More like a giant novelty-sized shoe in my <laughs> Joe Mackey, thanks for nothing. Fight the real enemy. Elena Sinead. Well, I'm going to go to you, Joe. You know, I, I was, I was, when, when this whole thing was unfolding, it was probably the biggest story of the night. People were going crazy. <laughs> He was, Oswald was close to doing something magical. Like he could have served as an example to everybody else by sharing the risk with his old friend and saying, you know, screw you. I'm not going to apologize. But he didn't. It was almost as though like he was going to, everybody knew he was going to apologize. Right? Yeah. There was a, a teachable moment there, but it wasn't the moment that he thought it was and it wasn't teaching what he thought it was. Yeah. Now, I, look, people have posted photos with me that they later regretted. Yes. <laughs> uh, they were family photos. <laughs> but this was so lame to do this. There's so many things he could have done differently. The first thing he could have done was not reply to any of it. Right. That's the way you handle this. You let it go away. And then they move on like any other bully. They move on to someone else who responds and gives them that juice that they need. Mm -hmm. So what he should have said was, and, and this is really sad, that 30-something years of friendship and to, to sacrifice it for the, uh, the approval of a, of a mob of people that you don't even know, it's really lame. And it doesn't work. That's the most frustrating yeah. part is that it doesn't matter what kind of an ally you are or, or what your, your stated opinions are. When they set their sights on you and it's your turn in the barrel, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, you know, and, and Kath, uh, Joe's point is, is well taken. That, like, he actively had to go look for the problem. Like, like it was like he... He, he, he doom scrolled the comments yes. to, find the, to find the sorrow that forced him to do this. That's a, that's a certain type of human being. And I don't want to kick him while he's down, but what an idiot. Yeah. Stupid jerk. <laughs> wow, for some of you just want to Coward, loser, <laughs> no, trash bucket. 
Anyway, would you? Can I, the bigger question, Kat, is, and I think you're thinking it too, would you defend me <laughs> no matter what horrible, disgusting political opinion I hold? I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sitting here. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Don't forget it. Yeah, I, you won't let me. Um, but like 34 years seems like a really long time to be, I mean, again, I haven't been alive that long, so I don't know. But it seems like a really long time to be a friend of someone and be like, I need, you know what? I need these strangers' opinions on what kind of guy that he is. Exactly. And the even weirder thing is, can we show that photo that was with his apology? He posted this photo with his apology. Where did this picture come from? Like, did he take it for this? Or did he go through his camera roll? Like, where's my most thoughtful looking journalist? <laughs> picture that it's I can just, post. Very strange. Really All of it is strange. Yeah, like who yeah. took this yeah. and yeah. when? Yeah. Oh my God. On the other hand, in this picture, it looks like Dave Chappelle were the world's oldest make-a-wish kid. <laughs> <laughs> Why so say, many notebooks? <laughs> yeah, I would say, I'd say, like, I actually feel like it's it's worse. Yeah, like, okay. I, I feel like not only should he not have apologized. He should have said the truth, which is that Dave Chappelle's special, the very things he said on that special were more positive and more supportive and will do actual more measurable mm -hmm. benefit to the trans community than anything all those like uh, online commenters will ever do. Mm -hmm. Like it isn't not just that Dave Chappelle should be allowed to say what he said. He actually moved the issue of trans rights forward mm -hmm. and the I, we're living in such a crazy world now that no one recognizes it. He shouldn't have just said, oh, sorry, or not said anything. He should have, he should have slapped back and said, no, this guy did more for that community than anybody else has done in years. You're such a turf. I am. <laughs> yeah. Except for the R part. You know, can I say what... <laughs> what does R stand for? I forgot. Radical. Radical. But you are a feminist. I'm a term right-handed. Yeah. But by the way, wait, uh, Nick, uh, before you, your yeah. important point is... Yes, thank you. You have a theory... Don't you have a theory, a Patton Oswalt theory you'd like to share with America, I, our millions of viewers? I think that you are the second Oswalt. I think you <laughs> are his aspiration. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people come in different kind of vague categories, mm -hmm. and you're at the apex of the category that includes Patton Oswalt. Mm, there you go. So it's, it's, uh, it, there are two Oswalds. So he's jealous of you. He, everything he does is to try and, you know, and try to... to supplant you. Mm, that's it. Would you have another theory? Uh, yeah. Now, the one thing that I take out of situations like this, which I find great comfort in because, it, you know, at rock bottom, I'm just an internet troll like everybody else. <laughs> um, the fact that celebrities, entertainers, politicians, leaders, the Pope, even the Pope gets into the comments on Twitter <laughs> and on Instagram. And it is a great world to live in where you cannot say anything without immediately getting a million comments telling you to go to hell. Yeah. And, and you feel a need that you have to engage them. That's a structural change from 20 or 30 years ago. And I think it's quite beautiful. Well, it, 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 it plays off kind of a human need. Like, like for some reason, there's a, and Kat will back me up on this, there's a greater need to read the criticism than the compliment. Even though you claim you like no. the compliment, the criticism has a five times stronger pool. Right. Like you want to be, if, if there's two boxes and this one you know is negative and this one's positive, you're going to open up the, the negative one first. Yeah, it, and, it hurts yeah. more. Yeah, it, it has a little bit more of a sting to it. Yeah. And it's, like you said, Nick, it's amazing that people have that power now to talk. Yeah. You know, back in the day, you had to send a letter bomb. Yes. You had to put yeah, in some right. effort. Tell me about it. Yeah, just think the Unabomber. Blame the Unabomber. The Unabomber would have just been it's... a great tweeter. You know? you know, that's an interesting point. We would have had fewer assassinations if we had social media. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but it sounds like a provocative 
idea for a salon <laughs> article I was contemplating. <laughs> Maybe it'll be on Slate. <laughs> I get salon and Slate confused. The way I get con confused with the Daily Beast and a huge pile of <laughs> <laughs> No one's mentioned that Pat Oswalt played a rat. A talking rat. A talking rat. A talking rat. Okay. Now talk about that. Talk about self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Am I right, America? You're right, Greg. Set your DVRs every night so you never miss an episode. Thanks to Nick Gillespie, Rob Long, Joe DeVito, Cat Tim, Fox News at Night with Evil Shannon Bream is next. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and I love you, America. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.